welcome to another episode of Kill James Bond. I am November Kelly. I am joined, as always, by my friends Abigail Thorne and Devon. Hello. Hello. Change of name. I think it's Change cool. Change of name. It's official. I, I, I was hesitating on it for a long time. I was like, is it weird to be, is it weird to take your name after a month slash letter of the NATO phonetic alphabet? And then I was like, one of my friends is named after a county. Probably it's fine. You can do whatever. You can just do whatever you want. You can name yourself anything. We just recorded an episode which will be coming out in the future in which we use the other name. Ah, oh, fuck, I <laughs> fucked the timeline. Right, you don't That's know right. this. No, we're sticking we with back. it. We, we go All back. All the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. hey, my, my stance has always been like, whatever you introduce yourself at the start of the podcast, I'm mm-hmm. sticking with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I, so I'm going. sticking with Alice for the bonus feed only. You got to pay <laughs> to hear me call myself no. that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So we're we're back at it again uh, with mm. another Eurospy movie. Um, and this one you may remember, Le Tigre aime la chair fraîche. The tiger likes fresh blood. Um, tiger loves yeah. going fresh. Which it was it was quite good. Like it, it was weird. It was directed by Claude Chabrol, who was like this kind of like leading light of the French New Wave. You mm-hmm. may remember it, it was the one where Le Tigre cucked the Turkish ambassador and we yeah. discovered the Turkish mm-hmm. people are very sexually liberal. Yeah, we um I, I yeah. mean listen, going in, this is also directed by the same guy, starring the same guy. Uh I'm expecting great cinematography, great writing, baffling French prejudice. It's um our tiger agent, or le tigre se parfume à la dynamite. The tiger perfumes himself with dynamite. One out of three ain't bad, baby. The, the tiger smells. The tiger smells like dynamite. Terrible. The tiger what? smells like dynamite. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. And this was on the maybe pile. It belongs mm-hmm. there. It's not yeah. good. It's not good. It's it's kind of buff. They made about two thirds of a film. Yeah, I had these these high expectations, which were dashed instantly. I thought my boy could do it twice, but we no. we don't. The thing he is, right, did it once. They asked Claude Chabrol, right? <laughs> Can you find something interesting, like the germ of something interesting in a Eurospy genre? And he's like, yes, once. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's the Tiger Likes Fresh Blood. This this is phoning it in. Uh, je telephone le film into the fucking uh, studio. Like, the blood is mm-hmm. not fresh. The blood is is caked on. Yes, mm-hmm. and yeah. some of it might be shit. Um, so mm. we open in Barcelona, which is brown. Do we? I, yes. I, I yeah. have no idea. But oh yeah, of course we do. Okay, fine. Yeah, we open in Barcelona, and as you say, the print in this is in glorious sewer color. It's yes. What isn't <laughs> what isn't brown is grey, and I I don't think it was filmed that way, but I think it's aged that way. I think what's mm. it's come to us unfairly, right? Mm. I think there's a lot of this that's meant the spectacle and like oh look at these beautiful landscapes and stuff that just does not come through at all. Yeah. So then we get POV. You are double oh nine. Yeah, genuinely, yes. we get a kind of like gun looming into the credits shot, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a like nineteen eleven with a suspiciously droopy silencer. Yes, I so I watched this film with uh, nobody, and the person who I yes. didn't watch it with mm-hmm. did notice this. Yeah, the very, very, very droopy silencer. Mm. And this is a guy descending on a lift towards our boy, the tiger. Mm. And rare that you see like the protagonist in the 009 scene, you know, mm-hmm. uh, mixing it up a bit, and. and it's honestly kind of unclear what happens next. Like it's it seems like he tries to shoot the tiger, misses, and mm. then just like kind of runs through a fun fair. 
Yeah, does the tiger shoot him or does the, an, an unseen sniper shoot him because this organisation does not tolerate failure? I don't know. But first of all, we see him and it, it's an evil blonde man with a gun and I'm like, ah, Rouge Grant, perfect. Mm. We're, mm. The, we're ripping off from Russia with love, you know? Mm. Not so. Evil blonde man takes like two steps through this funfair and is then instantly domed off by... I, I think he... Yeah, he gets shot by somebody and he falls over the <laughs> The phone. editing the, is not clear. It's not that we're dumb listeners, it's that the film isn't very well made. The whole the whole episode is gonna be like I, I'm dumb. Can I am watching dumb. watching this movie right now as we record to see what happens. I'm to fucking stupid. Excuse me. But the tiger goes up to him, like where he's like completely dead on the ground, and he pulls a little note out of his pocket. And the note it says, You will not escape from the orchid. And the orchid is in like in all caps. I'm like, Joke's on you, I already shit. had my orchidectomy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he dives off the edge of this this like railing. Yeah. Yo, he does get shot by by the tiger agent, lads. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Well, good but it's it's, it's, it's the it. rare enemy 009, you mm-hmm. know? Unexpected. You never see you never see the 007 dome off your 009. Hmm. <laughs> <Into spy. laughs> Does it count as a 009 then? <laughs> no, no, he's a reverse no, I 009. No, guess this is a different thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's like number nine, you know, mm, by yeah. the Spectre mm. logic, you know. At this ah, point, um, a hottie in a red dress appears. And yeah, I, like, a, Hello, I, I write down, I have a passing 1960s woman dysphoria. Mm. Because she's in this movie to be like, yeah, you're going to fucking Guadalupe. Bitch. Yeah, so they get on a Ferris wheel and she's she's his contact, I guess, and she's like, mm-hmm. go to Guadeloupe, uh, meet Commander Damarik when you arrive. Would you, would you like um, about 15 minutes of analysis about Guadeloupe and its role in French colonialism? In a minute, because first I want to notice that like um, they they have this briefing on a Ferris wheel, True. and it, it's shot like POV, you're on a Ferris wheel, and it almost made me fucking yeah. motion sick the way this it's is a felt. Bit, it's there very are some strange, interesting yeah. directorial choices in this, but they're they're not good. But they are yeah. atypical. Yeah. Anyway, now, let, tell me about Guadeloupe. Yeah, so Guadeloupe mm-hmm. is uh, a French overseas department, a French colony without the name, right? It, it, it started being an overseas department in 1946. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I know, I know. It, it became an overseas region in 74, uh, but they only did that because there was like quite an armed and violent independence movement. And I, I will point out, two years after they made this movie, in Guadeloupe, in... Uh, Pointe-à-Pitre, the city he goes to, they had race riots with like French cops like shooting into crowds, right? So mm-hmm. this is we're making our Eurospy movie like very much in sort of like contested colonial territory. And yeah. in hindsight, I wish that we had done this, like gotten more into this with like Bond in Jamaica uh, and yeah. shit like that. But like it's it's really really fresh that like the sort of colonial exploitation happening here is like. Absolutely immediate. They're filming mm-hmm. the movie around it, and what's the movie about? Ah, oh, just some bullshit, you know. Yeah. It's, well, actually, I, th- I think if we had done this with Bond and Jamaica, it would have ended up a bit like this because the plot of this movie are that well, spoilers. Spectre is trying to orchestrate a revolution in Guadeloupe, mm, which claims yeah. to be for the people, but actually is for their own nefarious purposes. And it's like we would have ended up with the same thing with Bond. It's like oh, these decolonial revolutions—they might look, they might sound good in the same way that Roger Moore's one was just like oh, nuclear disarmament might sound good, but actually mm-hmm. Spectre behind it, and it's like mm. ah, fuck off. I mean, Doctor No wasn't a communist. He was just toppling American missiles because he thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was based of him. Mm. Mm. So so we go to a very brown looking Guadeloupe. Mm-hmm. I mean, the like the print is it's full. It's like <laughs> it's, 
It's like <laughs> they they covered the lens in like so wet tea bags Shit. before they filmed any of this. Like yeah. <laughs> you see this like beautiful like um uh, this beautiful like sixties airliner touch down through like a haze of shit onto mm. like a perfectly brown airstrip, and you're like, this is a place that's supposed to be beautiful because of the way yeah. that you're filming it, and it has not held up, and mm. it's a real shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he meets uh, Commander Damarek, um, yes. takes him to a boat, yes. and the editing at this point, it, we, instead of having, sorry, if if you did this in a Bond movie, right, I'd go, okay, mm. Mr. Bond, we're going to take you to the boat now, you would have had a shot of, like, the nice car sweeping down the road, you would have had the, like, mm. the strings soaring, you'd have had a shot of the yacht out in the bay, maybe, yeah. then we'd cut to the yacht. Instead, we have, like, close-up on actor, close-up on actor, close-up on actor in a different location. No establishing shots, no flair, <laughs> no... No passion, like you don't give us a shot of the water. There's no God. music. It's so like, what the fuck are you doing, man? But like, you know why? I have yeah. a theory about this, and this will come up a few times. No money, zero francs, zero, no, no dollars. <laughs> like, no money. <laughs> yeah, when the money runs out and you can't get the establishing shots, then you have to try and salvage it in an editing room, and that's what I think has happened. You only brought up portrait lens. We don't have a wide angle. <laughs> yeah. it, but also, it just it, it makes the pacing of the film really weird because it feels like we're just fucking sprinting and I'm like whoa 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 like show us some Guadalupe man like Paint by give us a shot of know. a beautiful car like you know mm-hmm. show us the sunrise something like but no fuck no. next scene go go <laughs> no, go next scene and and this is nah. like pure bond lift it's like well uh check out this navy stuff right because you <laughs> like that mm-hmm. it's a secret navy ship concealed in an ordinary boat hmm. the ima- when you when you start to notice just how much the only thing that these production companies could afford was a yacht. You mm. really start to notice that the only yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm. They're like, yeah, this, the end of this movie takes place on a yacht. Uh, mm. The start of this movie takes place on a yacht. And they've got a line that's like, oh, this might look like a little yacht, but it's actually bloody disguised. Because <laughs> this is Inside the base is of a our, movie like, set submarine on operation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually yes, a soundstage in this, in this yacht. A very not moving. <laughs> they are doing like secret French submarine spy shit. With mm. a like French naval crew with the officers wearing dress whites, which is mm. I, I appreciate Very that funny. as a kind of like colonialism thing. Be like, well, mm. standards gotta stay up, you know? Mm. So Commander Damarique tells him, yo, um, we found <laughs> Yeah, he says yo as well. Yo, it's weird. Uh, uh, He's like it's a sub dog. <laughs> What's up, the tiger? What's up? Hello, Le Tigre. We found a fucking French galleon which has 700 gold ingots worth 20 million dollars on it on board. Sure, okay. Fuck it, just I'm down like, for Just this. off the coast. Yeah. Um, we're going to recover all of that and take it back to France, obviously. We're not going to let any of the people here get their dirty hands no, on it. Um, and you are here to basically supervise the recovery, which, like, great fucking spy mission. That would be yeah. loads of fun. I'd love to have a spy mission like that. Fucking pirate treasure. Well, it's not really yeah. pirate treasure, but like galleon Let's figure out how to get assigned to those kinds of missions instead of yeah. my like infiltrate podcast stuff. Really kind of like pushing on an open door as well, you know? Mm. Like the first podcast to be 100% infiltrated. Mm. Yeah, it was oh, really awkward when we all three of us yeah. found out we were from different spy agencies and we'd, it was like a weird yeah, thing. Yeah, that Thursday. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm glad we kept up the podcast though. It, listen, it's just fun to do. <laughs> we just formed a very real friendship over the course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing <laughs> just... is, like, sp- yeah, the the section needs to spend that money, otherwise the budget goes yeah. down next mm. year. So, like, yeah. it, it, mm. it would happen anyway. Mm. But yeah, so so they're like, right, we don't need you to do shit. We mm. got you in from the Secret Service to supervise 
You don't dive, right? We dive. Mm. We're the navy. We'll do mm. all that shit. You stand on the bridge and like look cool, and we'll make sure we don't nick it. any of it. Basically, yeah, basically. Um, and by God, do they dive? Oh, they mm. dive. You remember oh. Thunderball? You remember the film Thunderball? Remember how Thunderball had all those underwater sequences that were like mm. interesting and fun to watch? They should never have invented underwater photography. <laughs> it was a bad, bad mistake. What, it makes all they, of these movies. How do they make the sea look brown? A very brown really sea. I, I mean, the thing is, right? It, it's a it's a combination of two things, right? Thunderball and Jacques Cousteau, right? So mm. if you try and copy mm. Thunderball in French, you get a bit of Cousteau in there, whether you want it or not. And mm. so the end result is just these like languorous, incomprehensible shots where like at least four different factions of mm. color coded scuba cunts are like mm. fucking around down there. Um, and the yes. other thing about scuba diving is well, what people often don't realise when you go scuba diving is that it's fucking dark down there mm. because yeah. the sunlight doesn't get there. You don't have to go down very far before it got, starts getting like seriously dark. Like if you go down to even just like 30 metres, it's mm. like evening time down there and also very blue. And this mm. film has not lit any of its underwater scenes. They've clearly just gone, that's fucking water, isn't it? It's just, just the light and fluid. They're lit by the sun. <laughs> and it's like, no, say de no, it's not. Fucking. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's the, the, yeah. the water actually gets in the way of the light. You have to bring lights down with you, but they haven't bothered. So I can't fucking see anything that's happening. It's yeah. basically a night shoot down there. Yeah, I, I, I wrote down a lot of spectacle and wonder that I can't see as well. Mm. Um <laughs> Wow, cool. Wish I could see it. Yeah. Oh. So, so of this, of these factions, we got the the guys <laughs> in the like black scuba gear are the French Navy. They're trying to like mm. pull up the, the gold. Bring up the, the gold. least seeable yeah. faction. Mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the those are the those are the good guys. guys. And then you've got uh fucking red, yellow, and blue scuba mm -hmm. guys mm -hmm. who sneak up on the boat, attach themselves to it with honest to god toilet plungers. Like, yep, yes. just yep. a wholesale toilet plungers from like a DIY yep. store in Guadeloupe. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and then. <laughs> no budget. No budget. No, no, budget, no dollar. Um, they, those scuba guys break the scuba code by conducting one of the most flagrant violations of the scuba code piracy. Mm. Um, cl mm -hmm. Climbing aboard and immediately starting the killing. Yeah, um, yeah well, the they, they wait for the French Navy to recover the gold and then they're mm. like, it's gold time, baby. It's it's yeah. it's killing time, you know. We got them. Yeah, they all get murked by a bunch of filthy thrank looking ass guys. It's mm. ridiculous. It's cool. Um, bunch of bunch yeah. of like guys with their shirts off fighting. Um, they all get like f put underground and put sorry put below decks. And then there's this really beautiful humanizing moment of all of the goons that have just done this, like having a little sing song on the deck. Yeah, afterwards. yeah. What yeah, was yeah. this? I, I didn't really appreciate that. It's just like the boys being yeah. like, eh. they're not even singing any words. Just la la la. Yeah. Also, so Latigra is, is is in this, right? He he shoots somebody. <laughs> yeah, he is. What he does is he shoots, he fires four shots at one guy, then throws the gun away for no reason. Because mm. I, I guess he has like kind of a like location-based reasoning, right? Like if you're on a boat, it makes the gun like a flintlock, you have to like throw mm -hmm. it away. Um mm. he, yeah. he he fights a, a classic floor <laughs> shot flintlocks. Yeah. It's like bang, 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 bang. Uh, he gets a, gets in a fight with another guy, punches the scuba goggles off him, and much like the flip flops in mm. the last one we watched, if you're getting items punched off of you in a fight, you're basically fucked. Dead. You mm. got to keep your inventory on you. Um, all of these <laughs> this fight whole scenes, action sequence, yeah, the whole like, there's no music in this. Yeah. A lot of it, a lot no of it money. is shot no from above. Nil foie. Which Nothing. is a, a really yeah. interesting choice, like down, looking down into stairwells. Pas d'argent. Mm. 
Abigail. It's, it's so I'm I'm wondering why they do that. Also, there's there's another thing that happens where like um so uh it mm. spends a lot of time showing us the corpses, which we wouldn't mm-hmm. have in a Bond film. It's like True. really showing us the kind of the consequences of this violence. And I'm like, at this point, I didn't realize that this film was made for like no pens. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, what's like the filmmaker trying to say here? I'm still trying to like analyze it before I just realize, oh, it's a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, so, so <laughs> up, up, the filmmaker's trying to say one more movie. Yeah. Up, up on deck, the boys are doing karaoke, having the, mm. having one. Um, downstairs, La Tigre is, is having like a fight scene that looks like it was filmed My underwater. Guy. My um, fucking guy. This mm. a fella wearing blue goes <laughs> down oh, into the control this center. Guy, this guy. <laughs> I have a drop right, Nate. Can you please? I'll send you this separately too. You can just mix in. This is uninterrupted for length. What he sounds like. He he comes in the control room. Latigra is hiding, and this dude just is like. <laughs> this is what recording fucking Spy Kids is like mm. uh, next week. He's just. He's just like destroying everything yeah. and laughing like this the whole time. And my man is cackling. such a good time. Let's <laughs> just go here, mate. <laughs> it's sort of it's sort of contagious, actually. Uninterrupted. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's just <laughs> he's he's really getting into the whole piracy thing. Yeah, and then Latira like grabs and him up. Yeah, yeah, garrots him. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just the the full length of that, and he's just destroying <laughs> it. And it's a wide shot, and you can see Latira waiting to go in. He's mm. th- this guy just, is functionally an orc, great fun. right? Like he's yeah, yeah. basically yeah. he's having a great <laughs> a <little> time. Latira <laughs> mm. kills him. Fucking uh, uh, Duve from the last movie is with him as well. I wonder who the fuck this was. Yeah, it was yeah, this is mate the from the last one. Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, the, yes, one hundred percent. Also, I I do want to say as he like hops over a thing, you get a shot of Latigra's disco ass white loafers, and I'm like mm. sick. Mm. So at this point, another boat rolls up to unload the gold. The bad guys rig the original boat to blow up, so Latigra has to like jump overboard to escape the explosion, and then him and Jimmy Olsen swim to shore. Mm-hmm. This is like yes. the first time we get any music. They don't swim to shore. They swim to fucking Guyana. Like yes, th- which is a different place. Like really? uh, later on on the same island? Question mark. Jimmy Olsen sees like a sort of old prison, and uh, Latigra goes, "Oh yeah, if you like murdered your sister or something twenty years ago, they would have sent you there." Which he's alluding to, like Devil's Island, the kind of like French prison transportation places, like you know, mm-hmm. um, like in Papillon, um, a, a different country. Whatever. My note for this whole sequence is. If you like middle-aged Frenchmen half running, have I got the film for you? <laughs> they just gently jog around the island for the rest of the movie. Right about. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, the tiger and his boyfriend wash up on shore. Um, boyfriend is not of... said lightly, by the way, and we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, they just start um, like having a little look around, just having a geese, basically. Yeah, mm. and they, they see this guy uh, who's going to be one of our bad guys, Vermorel, Stepping mm. off the boat with yeah. a briefcase. Do, do, do you like a really long shot of five men walking uncomfortably up a beach? Because mm. we've got it. Mm. We saw we saw those four men earlier at the airport. I forgot to mention. He like gets off the plane oh, and like four, yeah, like four large men are there watching him. Like check it out with four men. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, the four men is they just reveal a bunch of standing dudes for a moment. Yeah. So they uh they they go in for they hide in the jungle as these four men are walking around uncomfortably, um and then uh Tiger says I'm gonna go in for a closer look. Yes. 
And then mm-hmm. Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen says, "What? I don't get a kiss." And Latigre runs back, gives him a peck on the cheek, and then goes back to infiltrating. France, greatest nation in the world, number one, no question. Rampant homoeroticism makes for a better spy movie. James Bond would never do really this, good. and it's why he's a worse spy. Is this a, is this yeah. a French thing? or? Ja- yeah, for, all French people are gay. Yeah. Uh, twink oh, you, and he should have done it. Yeah, it's, it's oh. a thing in France. If, if, you go, if you go to France, they don't actually mm. view it as like normal to be straight, kind of the opposite, actually. Great, I need to go around holding here. hands with your boys. Like, go yeah, to yeah, France. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So at this point, uh, Vermorel goes and meets Sanchez, who is a kind of yes. like deposed dictator. Latin stereotype. Earlier Latin stereotype that yes, you sometimes si, see senor. in like sort of Hayes Code movies of like sort of genteel, well mannered, mm. like Latin American dictator. Mm. He, he, and he says, "Oh, we're taking delivery of like the gold of oppression." And looks yeah. sort of meaningfully at a very attractive woman wearing a kind of garisha outfit across mm. the table. And I go, oh, these are communists, I are see. Communists? Yes. They're going to be real fighters. Mm. Um, <laughs> so the plan is that Vermorel is yeah. from Spectre, or in this case, the Orchid. Um, they have yeah. a whole bunch of guns, and they're going to take this gold from Sanchez and give him a bunch of guns to kind of establish his revolution so that he can become dictator. Yeah. Sell, him, sell mm. him some some tanks as well, which are made in France, which is mm. interesting kind of like fifth column enemy within sort of anxiety, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark um, forces within the French state are sub- arming its enemy. Part of this deal is going to involve an American billionaire named Mike Mitchum, who I Mike couldn't Mitchum. catch yeah. what his yeah. role in this is. Is he like brokering it? Is he delivering the guns? Like this is this is around. Really this like fucks it's, around. I always I always love when I'm listening to a a subtitled movie in a different language and they have like a white guy's name. Mm. Yeah, and just like like. French, 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 French. Mike Mitchum. French, 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 French. <laughs> no, it's really in, good. In the exact same tone as Mathieu Maurick saying Quantum, Mitchum, Mitchum. So yeah, Tiger's he's... overheard the plan. At this yeah. point, Jimmy Olsen is being a peeping Tom. Yeah, he's watching some, some more of the careers, like with their with their tops off. And w- what we're seeing here is like wet communists with their tits out. And mm-hmm. here's the thing, right? It would be hypocritical of me to say that this movie has a thing about female soldiers, right? But like, I, I, I'm trying to thread the needle here. When I do it, it's progressive, right? <laughs> and it's not misogynist. Um, when this yes. guy does it, it sucks. Well, interestingly, um, Tiger is jealous because he yeah. comes up and he says, "Oh, you like soldiers now?" And Jimmy's like, uh, "No, <laughs> obviously I'm gay." Like, <laughs> of course, yeah. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, the the line is like, oh, there's a revolution, and Jimmy's like left wing, and Tiger's like no, and he's like right wing, and Tiger goes worse, and that's as far as they go with it. Yeah, yeah, just to be like, ah, don't worry about it. Those and, commie and Nazis. The, the tiger sees a horse-drawn hearse in the jungle, mm. which is a being drawn through, which is a, it's like a strike. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like jazz fucking, funeral. That's crazy. It's like a gear wrath of God in terms of like sort of abruptness of image. It, it, it's really it's cr- that's quite good. Like. That was the bit that I was like, oh, there's some, some movie happening here. Yeah, it happens once or twice. He accidentally makes a movie by accident for one scene. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. Once or twice is accurate. So, so Latigre is putting <laughs> stuff together in his head, and then they just get get out of there, back to town. Back to yeah. back to Cayenne, apparently, which is the, the, the capital of Guyana. Like, a different... whatever. It's um, literally not the same. And at this yeah. point, we meet our M, uh, who's a guy named Pontellier, who is kind mm-hmm. of ineffective and a bit shit. Yeah, he's the like he's literally the colonial officer. 
mm-hmm. and neither of them can stand him. He doesn't want to do any work. He's like, yeah. this is a shithole. I hate it here. Because Tiger's like, we gotta, we gotta arrest Mike Mitchum. We gotta search his Mike billionaire Mitchum. yacht. Yeah. And Pontellier's like, no, we can't do that. Like, Mike Mitchum was a stand-up citizen, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. Sanchez is definitely a crook, though. Yeah, he's a, I, he's, he's a law cuck. Yeah. Also, yeah. by the way, Mike Mitchum's yacht outside the office window. They're looking yeah. at him through binoculars. And I will say, Mike Mitchum is wearing the Goldfinger fit. Like, yeah, he's exactly. Goldfinger. He's just Goldfinger. <laughs> he is Goldfinger, yeah. He's got the, like, gold LeMay sort of beach outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pontellier uses a racial slur. Casually, mm-hmm. just yep. drops that in. Um, French, apparently, French colonial officer. Yeah. When um, when he reveals that the other guy he's thinking about is Sanchez, the guy's like, "Oh, now you're hitting the big time. This guy uh, sells precious wood, tin mines, and wholesale lemon soda." <laughs> just, like, just like really like put upon kind of like backwards colonial officer being like, "Oh man, this is the real money out here. Wholesale lemonade." Hmm. These motherfuckers love ting or something, I guess. I yeah. Don't know. I, I learned I learned shit. the French word for um for tin off of this detain. Hmm. So yeah, apparently I, I, so the, the deal tain, between yeah. Mike Mitchum and Spectre is going down tonight at a Chinese restaurant. So Tiger goes there to, to sort of snoop around. Um he gets captured. Oh my god. Okay, so this sequence. <laughs> he right. does get captured. First <laughs> of all, there, there's one interesting shot in this, which is as he's coming up to the Chinese restaurant, which exists as Wholly just like meeting place for crooks because mm-hmm. the, the nobody yeah. goes to it. Hmm. Yeah, the joke is there's nobody, there's no Chinese people mm-hmm. on the island, so nobody mm-hmm. goes to the Chinese restaurant. It's like a band, but like yeah. you can just go there. Yeah, I, I, I was expecting more racist Chinese bits, but no, mm. in this case, you get like an interesting shot, like shot through the sign from above, and then he kind of wanders around. For a he bit. does. There's a. He gets jumped, and there's a genuinely a hmm. shot where he looks exactly like Joe Biden having lost his place, <laughs> just, where his arms at like wide angles, just sort of looking hmm. around a little bit. Yeah, just like confused old man. Um, and then thirty guys come out of the woodwork and start kicking him, and yeah. I recorded that for my own purposes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he gets captured by Mike Mitchum and his boys. He does, and he he kind of he 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 does the kind of like brassy interrogation sub thing again. Hmm. Uh, Mike Mitchum slaps him, but in the funniest possible way of slapping him, like he's challenging mm. him to a duel. Like he goes like yeah. backhand, forehand, backhand, all mm. in one motion, which is like very funny. Um, Love Mike Mitchum. He's he's really Don't good. Get attached. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mike and Mike's like, listen, you got to tell me this information because it's my birthday. I'm a little mm. birthday boy. Hmm. Um, <laughs> he says it's my birthday and I don't want to spend all night torturing you. I want to birthday. go and have a drink. Yeah. It's <laughs> so funny. I, I really, yeah. Can we wrap this up? Because, like, I've it's got a party birthday. that I need yeah. to get to, yeah. you know? And, and an ultimate kind of like shithouse thing to do. Um, Le Tigre is like, oh, that changes everything. Here, here, come here. Mm. Back, come here. And, like, wait until he's right in zero and he sings him happy birthday and then gets the shit mm. kicked out of him. It's very good. And then he gets um, locked in the Chinese restaurant's dungeon. Yeah, yes, the Chinese the, restaurant yep. dungeon. The dungeon that they have in the Chinese restaurant. You go there if you go in and start ordering in perfect Chinese. <laughs> like, like, yeah. White boy shocks Chinese restaurant owner by getting imprisoned in perfect dungeon. Yeah, me, me being imprisoned in, in perfect yeah, okay, dungeon. Oh, I know this food's about to be fire. <laughs> For real, though. So, yeah, Mike Mitchum leaves, and mm-hmm. all of the gorillas show up, and yeah. they just grab Mike Mitchum, and... It's his birthday, 
<laughs> they march him down to the beach and with absolutely no ceremony, like firing squad execute him. Like, what the fuck was birthday? this about? It was his birthday. I thought this was the villain of the film, and then like someone <laughs> yeah, else so was like, I. no, this oh, motherfucker's this, dead. You can't, you can't execute someone by firing squad on their birthday. That's so insulting. Like, the way like, that he's spoken about rules. and like yeah. shot and built up, the way that he gets time with like yeah. the Tigra and like they get banter back and forth. He's like being set up as if not the primary antagonist, then at very least like a decent secondary one, and then he's just like fucking killed in the next <laughs> yeah. scene. The, the, this yeah. one, this one guerrilla commander, I, I don't even remember if she has a name, no uh -huh. fuss, like she's, she's out here just like, go off, like kill instantly, no due process whatsoever. Expectations subverted, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they took my boy out on his birthday. <laughs> yeah, and then they just leave, uh, and he has to like break out of the fucking... Chinese restaurant dungeon. Dungeon. Presumably, he does that off screen. You hate to order in perfect Chinese and then immediately get executed by firing squad. <laughs> Chinese restaurant owner shocks white boy by perfectly executing him with firing squad. In I also like. I would be shocked to be honest. And something, yeah. something else about the firing squad. No, no, like like um conscience bullet at all. Just no. one guy fires. The rest of them are just there for show. But like, no, he's the guy who's gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then don't fuck around. No. The commander just comes and sprays the body with machine gun fire to make sure. Just, just yeah, his birthday. <laughs> oh, his birthday. He's got a birthday. It's so mean to him. Mm. Really love it though. Fantastic stuff. Many happy returns. Oh, <laughs> so, so I guess Latifah just like fucking jogs back to town more or yeah, less. Yeah, then we just cut to the next scene, which is a kind of like luncheon party with the colonial officer. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Antonio Banderas was in that scene, but they mm. fuck that forward <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh. So he, Pontalia is like, check it out. You remember the Great Spy Chase? Better movie than this about mm, how yeah. like uh, there's you know camaraderie between spies of all nations, and there's like five of them who are in a kind of like you know cats versus dogs thing with each mm. other. Well, they're here tonight. <laughs> we got we got uh, American FBI guy. We got Russian KGB guy. We got uh, Chinese lady. We got uh, West German guy. We got fifth guy. I don't remember what his deal mm. is. So Latigra's like, damn, every- All every, the kinds of guys. Like, there's yeah. like loads of spies on this island, like something must be going down here, what's going on? Yeah, what's fucking happening? Um, so he chats to one of the other spies. Uh, the Soviet one, bit. who is like, yeah. the nicest to him. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and they are they are all hunting the orchid, which is like, Spectre, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this like, Sergei, the Russian guy, is like, yo, Vermorel and Sanchez are working for Spectre. Like, because it's funny that like, the French intelligence service are kind of behind the curve on this. Yeah, also, yeah, just to note here, as of uh, this point, the only black people we have seen in this movie are servants and musicians, and this will remain yes. true for the rest of the movie. Yes. And I gotta tell you, I don't believe they were getting a paycheck. Nope. <laughs> so, also, as they're having the this sort of soiree, a plane airdrops yeah. a bunch of leaflets, red mm. leaflets, over that are mm -hmm. like, uh, general, general strike, strike, because yeah. the fucking committee for the revolution says so. You know, um, <laughs> unclear the politics of this movie. They sort of are just mm -hmm. pointing at like the the situation in Cayenne or Guadeloupe yeah. or Guyana. Whatever. Those three things are sort of one thing in this movie, mm. and they're, yep. they're like stuffs is happening politically over there. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, yeah. well, I think the politics Overseas, of this movie are like very anti-communist, but so anti-communist in a way that doesn't even fucking make sense. It's like a phantasm of communism because the communists are, like also Nazis. 
and Gaullist also Euros by movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what, having watched this, I understand OSS Sandy Set, the like new ones, ton better. Mm. Yeah, rewatching the OSS Zombie Surf movies after doing the Eurospy season, you really are. You're like, wow, this is so tightly observed. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. Everything here is so good. Yeah. Um, the other person at this lunch this party though. is uh, the Korea commander who is Miss Sanchez, who's like Sanchez's wife or daughter? One of the yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, then uh, like, she goes up to Tiger and was like, yo, what's up? And then yeah, they do you immediately like, shack. Extremely. Well, like, the thing is, he flirts with her in like, you know, classic Eurospy way. But it does the thing that I quite like, right? I've talked about this before, about how it's like problematic, but it's a lot less toxic than the other options, which is where the sex is like obviously perfunctory and like playful for both of them. And she's mm. like, hey, I want that like Euro spy dick. And he's like, mm. sure. So they fuck, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. But then. Then the movie Mitchum starts getting arrived. good. Then the movie starts getting good because she's like, thank you for the sex. Let me just reach over to the nightstand and hit the trap button. Mm-hmm. And she hits this button, and oh my god! So the bed retracts into the she wall. She disappears back into the wall. Yeah, horizontal, like she's not moving up or down like a Murphy bed. It mm-hmm. just goes back into the wall and descending down in like sort of baskets in like like concealed ceiling cavities. Are the four dudes plus a cowboy? Four guys. Hell yes. And I want to know. <laughs> These guys, right, there's no access up there. Those guys were in the ceiling when they were fucking. Like, they were leaning in, like, the lives of others. You know, they were experiencing pure parasociality in mm. that moment. <laughs> they were listening to them fuck. It's like, I hate it when my hookup presses the button and then five dudes descend from the ceiling. One of I them has a knife. Don't necessarily. One of them has a lasso. Again, I we'll don't talk about necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> why, yeah, do they, why do they have to be guys? Is my my only note here. None of um, them brought a gun. <laughs> true. This is true. I really love the guy who is just like threateningly whirling a lasso <laughs> after descending from the ceiling in the room that you're in. <laughs> just being like, you're gonna throw that at me, brother? Oh, he tries. I am a foot away from he you. He tries. Yeah. Red Dead or Dead Dead too. This is yeah. Re- sorry, this is Red Dead. Red Dead One is this what is, this yeah. is. Like he tries throwing him, uh, the, tries throwing the lasso at him, and this surprisingly does not work. I think he hits his he hits his friend with it. You get a lot of these like goons in Eurospy movies. They really yeah. want to set themselves apart from their friends, mm. so True. they pick like one weapon to use. And you see mm. this in John Wick movies as yeah. well. As a lasso, guy shows up with Jambia, like, you know, laser sigh or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Don't go with a lasso. <laughs> yeah. There are situations where you can really fuck yourself by trying to decide that this special weapon is your thing. Yeah. As we will yeah. see. You, you, know, you know what my, my special exotic weapon is? Is gun. You know, gun. like full-size like AR-15 yeah. style. This is a gun. Rifle. It shoots real it's bullets. It's a tool, motherfucker. It, mm. just get, it gets the job done. Yes. Right? Yes. But he, he reached into the toolbox and he pulled out lasso. Mm. He's like, all right. A, a guy tries to like throw a knife at Latigra, and Latigra catches it in midair and throws it at another dude, which is sick. Yeah, that is sick, cool. but like uh, a, a sort of heartless betrayal of the ethos of instantly throwing a throwing knife at someone, which, mm. as we know, I'm fond mm. of. Yeah, we, we've built up a lot about this. I imagine if when you leave the the henchman HQ, there's mm. like a lucky dip for mm. like yeah. what your weapon's gonna be that mm. day. 
it like comes up out of the ground on a sort of pedestal thing, you know, like mm. a loot box. Um, mm. And you're like, oh, not the <laughs> fucking lasso. Mm. Oh, for fuck's sake, oh, the bow and arrow. It's like mm. Hitman Freelancer, you know, like it comes out of the mm. thing and you're like, what, what What? am I doing with this? What do you want me to, <laughs> do I want me to stick this on my <laughs> fucking ass? What do you want me to? <sighs> okay, I'll use the lasso and hide in this woman's roof, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, Latigra wins somewhat unsurprisingly, given that none of these guys brought a gun. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Brought a, like brought the only lasso was to a knife guy, and and a knife, <laughs> a knife guy like threw that knife minute mm. one, which yeah, uh, yeah. throw normally... your primary weapon away. Not a sensible decision. Yeah. Normally, I'm in favor of throwing knives, but like in this case, it's really like now you don't have a knife and you are the only one who brought one. Like you can only throw your knife if it's not the one weapon you have. <laughs> if it's like a like a designated like if it's in an inventory as throwing knife, then fine, mm. obviously throw. It. But like this is just like a regular knife, you know. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd struggle coming down with, as the throwing knife guy because you have to like face away from him and then mm. rotate and throw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> difficult. Come down, just like resolutely ignoring the tiger for a second or two. We get we get some interesting shots. Here he fights this guy because yeah. the French Navy put the town under martial law. Mm-hmm. They just shut everything oh, down, that's and what that was. we get a really surprisingly, compellingly good shot or two shots of. Yeah, you see some graffiti of uh, la grève obligatoire, like mandatory strike, with a fucking shark nailed to somebody's wall, right? Yeah. And, and you go, Jesus, okay, I guess I'm going on strike then. And then we pull out and we see that there's four sharks, like, in sequence, like, nailed down this street. And you're like, Jesus Christ, if you're doing Spartacus shit to... St- like to sharks, I'm mm. not. I'm not fucking around. Like I'm going on strike. Like it's I, just like fair uh, enough, man. Yeah, if you <laughs> care to do this to like, uh, to, you know, endangered wildlife to prove a point about labor relations, I'm. I'm. Yeah, fine. Yeah, you I know? didn't like this. It was sad. It made me sad. I like sharks. You shouldn't do that to animals. Uh, I mean, sharks were were harmed in. They were, and they're, they're fucking real too. It's such a shame. It's also a kind of like anti-trans threat. Kind of nailing a blahage to a door. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this did start off the shark reformation, so, you know. Mm. Sort, of, <laughs> sort of a mixed bag, historically. Um, <laughs> shark Martin Luther King nailing a shark to Yeah, the sharks door. and Luther King. <laughs> what, King? Martin no, Luther different, swim? different Martin Luther, for fuck's yeah, sake. Ma- Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah shark and Luther. Sorry, like my, my my brain just like auto completed, and I mixed up Martin Luther with Martin Luther. That was King. a different thing. That was like the shark struggle for civil rights. My like my predictive text. They brain wouldn't just... do that by nailing sharks to people's door. That <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so, so fucking. Uh, while while the town is shut down, Mike Mitchum's widow is coming mm. into town, and the Americans, the FBI, have like told. Uh, the French about this, and they're like, "Listen, we're gonna like take control of this. It's fine. Don't worry mm. about it." Hello to Mike's ten out of ten blonde American smoke show widow. Oh Hello, my Mitchum. god! How are we doing? My Hello. goodness, this Hi. woman, uh, mm. Margaret Lee. Mm-hmm. I have nineteen sixties woman dysphoria. Is the thing, but yeah, <laughs> she, she she gets into town, I and think we I just we... have nineteen sixties woman lust. I, I, no, it's I, I want to be and to fuck. Like it's okay. both. It's both. Yeah, um, yeah. you know the, that classic combination of emotions. Mm-hmm. I will say this starts off a bit that like retroactively makes OSS Sandy set Riona Rapunpa much funnier, which is the one recurring joke in this movie, and I think it's intentional. Is American accented French. 
They mm. go nuts for it. The whole rest of the I got a I got a drop here to show you. The whole rest of the movie sounds like this because uh, uh, Pamela Mitchum talks like this. Lucky day, la révolution n'ont pas besoin de génie, Ben Morel. Elles ont besoin de serviteurs capables, dévoués, prudents. Elles ont besoin de serviteurs capables. Uh, it's white woman speaks perfect French. That's hot. What? Dude, this is like this it. is the shit that gets you put in the fucking dungeon, Chinese as far as I'm dungeon? concerned. Yeah, I like it. the Cajun restaurant dungeon. <laughs> like, During that scene, she's telling off Vermorel because he's like he's like fucked up sending mm. the gold to to their their boss or something. Mm. Oh and yeah, he, there's a funeral. This is thing, another yeah. one of those scenes where you see like in real time a guy realizing that the organization might not tolerate failure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. T- t- he's just like, t- oh, touché. I just went out on a limb and did this, and she's like, Vermorel, we don't need a fucking genius. Yeah. Ver- we need dedicated servants. Ver- <laughs> Vermorel, touche la plaque métallique. Um, but so, 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 yeah, what happens touché is touche la plaque. Touche la plaque métallique. Uh, the, the deal is that there's a funeral for Mike Mitchum. In the like one church in <laughs> in Point Lapitre, and La Tigre goes to this and immediately clocks that like oh the coffin's full of gold that's the bit they're doing and so cool. it's very just, cool. just yeah, opens the coffin, the coffin is containing the canonically twenty ton of million gold. dollar mm. ton of gold yeah and and it, it, imagine if he'd been wrong is the thing because mm. he fully that like coffin flops offensive. this yeah. situation yeah mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Instead, he like has, he does. yeah, he has the coffin like taken back to the like bank, uh, and in the sort of like in <laughs> the car, <Wow. laughs> fascinatingly heavy corpse your husband had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your husband, very dense man, made made primarily of osmium. Like, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> very funny to arrive at the bank with a coffin and say I'd like to make a deposit. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> They'll put anything in a safety deposit box. The high-end Swiss banks, you can really do that. Try to, like, squeeze a coffin into a wall of safety deposit boxes. This is where we get the reveal, because Pam tells off Vermorel, and they're they're both Orchid. Um, And Pam is like, ah, you fucked up, we may or may not tolerate failure. Yeah, set organisation, ne tolerate pas de... Fuck, what's failure? Ne tolerate pas la failure. Yeah, ne This makes... This this sets a little, like... Um, status effect on Vermorel, which means that for the entire rest of the movie, he is a man who believes that the organization he's part of might not tolerate the failure he's just done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single like... scene of Vermorel, there's like you could tell it's kind of playing on his mind a little bit. Yeah, he's sweating. He sort of has a little bit like George Osborne energy, but if, you know, you, you know how yeah. George Osborne is sometimes just looks like a little bit sad. Like yeah, he never really got over yeah. the Thatcher died, and like he's always worried that at any moment the people of this country might realize how many of them he killed and might exact a justified mm. revenge oh, on him. Possibly, yeah. He always looks like a little bit sort of sad and put upon. <laughs> that's that's what Vermeer's bringing. I, I will say, mm. in in mm. the course of her Touche the Black Metalique speech, she does slap him, and she slaps the slapping disparity mm. in that family striking. Mm. Right, like the husband bitch ass slap, dueling mm. slap, sir, have you mm. no honor slap, her slaps. <sighs> Full-throated. Good mm. lord. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can you can tell who's doing the slapping in that marriage is mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Yes. Cause Tiger is following them in, in the a car. Sick as E-type. A very yeah, brown E-type though, because the print. Yeah. And at this point, Lasso guy comes back. Oh. Red Dead Red Dead Dead 2. All right. Listen, Red man. Dead Red Dead Dead so, 2 hits the movie. Okay. Yeah. Close range, Velasu hasn't helped him and he's like, fuck it. All right. I'm not giving up on this. What if I tried to get him from long range? True. So we see the lasso guy bolting a red dot sight to your lasso. Su- 
successfully lasso the tiger as he drives by in a car. <laughs> yep. He then gets him round the obviously neck. Obviously, yeah. immediately gets pulled off of the place he was stood on. <gasps> Yeah, the car is going at car speed. Yeah. And he gets dragged behind it for several feet. Yeah. It's like, dude, before you... they just push the brakes in the car and come to a stop. This is this is cowboy excellence. This is a Kaufman star. This is a fucking uh Kronstein rosette. Both no, of sorry, those it, happen it at must once. Be, it must be the it opposite a of a Kronstein rosette. Because yeah. he completely eats shit and fails. And in fact, like they get out of the car to like look at this guy who's just died. He's <laughs> on the ground, like who's been Ooh, fucking degloved <laughs> over the course of this fucked up assassination attempt. And because the bad guys planted a bomb in the E-type, the car then explodes. Well, no, no, so no, if no, Lasso no, no, guy no, no, hadn't no, no, no. done this, Tiger would be alive. That's not the order of what happens. Is right. He he like lassos him, gets around the neck, gets pulled off, uh, <laughs> gets dragged down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they get out of the car, they go back, and they're like, damn, this guy's degloved as fuck, but he's still alive. And then a sniper <laughs> in a tower effortlessly shoots <laughs> the cowboy dead. In the middle of the head, the, he dies. The classic the tiger. man in Hong Kong thing of like, you have a guy with a sniper rifle to back up your first assassin, and you use him to shoot. The assassin, Why not, not the guy. The tiger? Shoot the tiger. We had this in the last free movie. Mm. You've got one bullet and you've got your captured henchman and the guy that you need to yeah. kill. And you've gone, I'm taking out my, my henchman. He's going to mm. talk. He, he gets mm. him like set perfect, like center of the forehead too. Mm. Like, yeah, man. A, a, and the tiger just like spins, shoots the guy. He falls off the tower and then mm. the car explodes. Imagine being in the meeting, planning this fucking assassination. Be like, right, step one, we're going to plant a bomb in their car. Cool. What else are we going to do? Well, I really want to use my lasso. I think the lasso guy went rogue. (laughs) I think he was like, I can prove the lasso is useful, all right? You motherfuckers. You're not supporting me in the workplace. I am going to go out there with my lasso, and I'm going to solve this fucking problem. (laughs) The lasso guy saved the tiger's life. If he's done nothing, the bomb would have gone off and they would have won. He gave his life Give to, save, good night. to save yeah, yeah. James Bond. Yeah, good night, Cross. Honestly, honestly undercover cowboy agent. Like he gave, he saved him from the bomb, and he took that bullet for it. <laughs> he saved his life twice. <laughs> and then at the end of that scene, the tiger's just like laughing as yeah, you would laugh. if you were in yeah, that situation. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> like, okay, fine, great. <laughs> like if you tied the other end of the lasso to a tree, you would have broken his neck instead just, of just yeah. holding it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to know. Like, how did they conceive of the, when they were writing this? What, which, what? <laughs> I guess it's meant to be a comedy, and yeah, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, so fucking yeah. mission accomplished. Big ups, Claudia, bro. Yeah. Done it. This will be the episode I him originally getting pulled off of. The, yeah, the <laughs> incredible shot. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but. Positive mental attitude off the tiger. As far yeah, as I can tell, no. based on my notes, he immediately goes to Vermorel's locale. Yeah, yeah. the zoo. It's mm-hmm. a, the zoo. Because Vermorel runs the zoo. He does run the zoo. And so what he does is they do some cop <laughs> oh shit. My God, they're, yes. they're like, let's toss the room. Uh, who are you working for? Fuck you. Who are you working for? Fine. By the numbers. Vermorel runs a slightly more subtle version of 
Napoleon Solo's classic, always be escaping. Mm-hmm. If they if they if they think for a second that they have got you under control, use that moment to try to escape. Like they get him in the office, he tries to go for a gun in the desk. They get him in a secret room, he tries to go for a fucking like I don't even know what he goes for. He just he goes might be for a something of some kind. Yeah, yeah. Like he's always no. escaping. He's always going for it. I also really appreciate that, like, while they think he's a normal guy, when they're looking through his office, Duvet is, like, just pulling shit and throwing it on the ground and yeah. maintaining eye contact with him. <laughs> really like good. so insulting. Just like, fuck you. They find his secret room where they have a bunch mm-hmm. of newspapers with tomorrow's date saying Sanchez is president and Vermeil is minister of the interior. So, okay, he's involved Real in Real smoking time. gun shit, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, like, Vermeil oh. then beats them by throwing water over the tiger whilst he's on the phone. Oh, that's what he does, yeah. Which electrocutes him. Yeah, he knocks um, Duvet out by gently stroking his neck with a newspaper, brackets, question mark. Mm. He he puts Duvet in the device. Mm. Yeah, the the, the printing press. Printing the literal press, yeah. He's going to get pressed. Yeah, Mm. he's going to... But he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Because, like, uh, uh, Tomorrow's obituary is you. Mm, a fucking tomorrow never dies ass. Mm, Latigua yeah. recovers from being electrocuted quickly enough to like pull Duvet off the mm, thing. Mm. But uh, as as Vermeil's escaping, also, I just want to notice this: that at no point during this process did Vermeil disarm the tiger. He no, still has a gun. Has with a gun. Him. Has a gun. Mm, Vermeil just doesn't is use it. Walking away, and he's like, yeah. "By the way, mm. I'm a Nazi." Mm. And Again, the OSS zombie set bit of like the Nazi shit coming out of, out of nowhere is like much fun. By the way, I am a Nazi Heil Hitler. It's just, just <laughs> yeah, really much cl- like two really clean, clean drops of both yeah. of these. Can we get one oh, from well. the road? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Look at you. Yeah. But he does. He does. He does. Just be like, yo, that's that's my plan. And he also he says that mm. the tiger is from an inferior race. Yeah, he does. And the, this this baffled me, right? Because. Mm. So the actor playing the tiger is Jewish. Yes. I had to look this up. And admittedly, right, if you're a Nazi, I imagine you're devoting a lot more of your like time and thinking into clocking mm-hmm. whether or not someone might be Jewish, right? Mm-hmm. But like it's true. it genuinely it barely crosses my mind. Yeah, did not mm-hmm. occur to me. And so he's Vermorel, who has dark hair and dark eyes, is telling mm-hmm. this guy who has dark hair and dark eyes. The man of the future is going to be blonde-haired, blue-eyed. He says to him, you will never be blonde, which is some insane fucking turf <laughs> shit. Funny. And he's not blonde! He's <laughs> not blonde him, either! Man. Like, it, it just, to me, right, I didn't clock that this was, like, anti-Semitism for a second, and I was just like, you're just hitting the racism button on a guy who happens to be French. Like, <laughs> mm. just be like, yeah, this guy's from a different race from me. French, I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and those guys will not go. They will not see heaven. Like mm. yes. Also, Vermeil <laughs> doesn't kill him at this point. I'm like, no. why not, dude? This leaves. He's, he's, he's like clocks him as Jewish. Is anti-Semitic to him, and then leaves. Walks away. Just leaves. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Odd. What? Um. So <laughs> having left the good guys alive, strangely, yep. uh, the good guys then like search his office and find that he's been sending twenty sharks a day. Yes. To Hamburg Zoo. Yeah. And Hamburg Zoo has been sending sharks back. 20 sharks a day. That's so many sharks. (laughs) So many fucking sharks. What the fuck? 
How many, how many shocks is that a week? <laughs> just, just, just like in in Hamburg Zoo, and they're like, "Do you want to see our shark exhibit? It's fucking massive." Yeah, fourteen. One hundred and forty shocks a week. Five hundred and sixty shocks a month. Six thousand seven hundred and twenty shocks a year to Hamburg. <laughs> just like in in the Hamburg fucking tear garden, and, and they're like, "Do you want to see six thousand sharks?" And I'm like, "Well, kind of, but why? Why do you?" Why the fuck? Do you, do you... <laughs> little kid, little German boy walking into the fucking like Hamburg Museum being, Mein Gott! <laughs> As the sharks are like sardine yeah. tear crushed into this fucking enclosure. Either that or Hamburg has some very cheap cat food. <laughs> They're huge in on the soup, I think. It's oh, yeah. Thing. Horrible. But he goes, well, what the fuck? What the yeah, fuck? Imagine, imagine about... the fucking plane space you would need. The fucking... Afghan evacuation level airlift you would need. Like 20 sharks a day? Sharks on a Evacuated all of the sharks out of Afghanistan, but none of the interpreters. Yeah. It was so fucked up, man. Yeah, Penn Farthing's shark charity. <laughs> well, I gotta take care of all these sharks. Yeah. Just the, the, it's kind of perverse to put a fish on a plane. That's not yeah, right. They, they shouldn't be up there. That, oh my god. But anyway, they find out, oh, actually, he's sending a shark to Hamburg right now. So they yeah. call the airline and say, put a, put a freeze shark. on that shark. Stop yeah. that I guess shark. they're sending 20 of them a day. So it's like, 20 Any separate point during the day, you could just be like, yeah. stop that shark. Yeah. It'll probably be <laughs> like one shark every hour and change. Yeah. Calling the French embassy and being like, look, there's a cargo plane with a shark being put on it. Stop it. Bring me that shark. I need to figure some shit out. <laughs> yeah. You can just say any shit you want when you're a spy. Yeah. They take the shark to a hospital. The mm-hmm. doctor is doing bits. There is a little fucking thing here that I do want to highlight. Mm. A little bit of French chauvinism as Please. they go. Do these guys have a hospital? Speaking, of course, Ooh. of Oof. the capital city of a country. Ow. Mm. Yeah. And they do. They do. They have they have one doctor who is doing bits and the most astoundingly beautiful woman I've ever seen in a film. Yes. Very busty mm. nurse. Yep. Busty nurse. Busty French nurse costume. <laughs> bark, bark, bark. Woof, woof, woof. I have COVID. <laughs> mm. Things Meow. of this nature. Milk, milk, big mommy milkers. Um, uh, yes. And- so he brings the shark in there, and they fucking like the shark is encephalogram dead. it, which yeah. I do they, not. They, they X-ray of. it. They X-ray the shark. The shark is just mm-hmm. like strapped to a bench, being mm. like, what, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, this, this entire shark scene, a dead. shark is strapped to a bench in the foreground, which is kind of funny. This way, so they just, that's a real shark they've killed for the movie. Just so. Sending yeah. Hamburg Zoo twenty dead sharks a day because there's no no, no provision <laughs> for keeping them alive. They don't bother with this, because yeah. what they actually go is they go, oh, the shark is sedated, come in. And I'm like, no, he isn't. Like, no, I, I, I assumed is... that was a joke, because the shark is notably not Dead. in the water where yeah. the shark needs to be. And I was like, oh, they're sedated? Are they like pumping water over its gills to keep it alive? No. No, dead. No, the shark is dead. dead. Shark. They killed dead an shark. animal to make this like, film, and I don't like it. <laughs> One of yeah, my Ma- favorite animals, Martin too. Luther King is No. <laughs> I have a dream where black tip so sharks finish the line and white tip sharks. It's about to nap the Good. Okay. Martin Luther King is going to nail that shark to a door over the general strike in Guadalupe. Yeah. And they find out that the shark contains a mini disc. Yeah, it has a, it has a tape. There's over 5,000 songs that have been downloaded onto that shark. Shark. 
the shark contains a coded message to the Nazi who runs Hamburg Zoo. Yeah. And they're sending this guy 20 a day. That is their chosen way. you need to talk to this motherfucker? Also, why is the message also in code? My last shark. They are communicating via shark. Hmm. Why are you in a position where you need to send 20 a day? How are you in a... They're not going back and forth within 24 hours, are they? Like, you're not going to be replying. But the shark latency. I guess maybe he's just got several conversations (laughs) ongoing. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it when I check my shark and there's like 500 messages in the group chat. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they were nailing them to a door. If you opened up the shark, it's a general strike (laughs) inside it. Oh, it takes a bit, but they've got two funny ideas in the middle of the movie. When when I started watching this, I was like, "Don't even bother with shit." (laughs) I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Oh my god. Okay, right. So somehow put it it back together. Somehow, Duve cracks the code in this message. Not entirely sure how he does this. Yeah, it's like fucking Nazi Sudoku or something. The revolution is still on. The boss is coming to town. The chief of the orchid is coming. Um, and instead of being paid in the gold, because we fucked that up, we're now going to be paid in tin. Mm. Which, hmm, why? Well, we instantly figure that out because the tin in this area has uranium in it. And if, if Spectre get that, they can use it to make a bomb, we presume. Maybe. Yeah, you stuff enough sharks together and you've got mm. yourself a, a, a mm. nuclear weapon then. Yeah, they gave up on putting all the gold into one coffin. They're just like, what if I put one gold ingot into... 30 sharks. <laughs> but then it was tin. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, well, they did lose the gold. That mm. is true. At this point, Pam calls. Pam yeah. calls the tiger and says, Come onto the yacht and fuck my pussy. Yeah, she does. And, and I'd love to as, get a phone call like that. As you literally do get phone calls like that. I believe that, that you've gotten um, calls like that. So, I d- I've not gotten calls like that about a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's the yacht part that matters to you. I see how it is. Well, both That's together. Fair. But yeah, mm. so as, as he's leaving, Duvet is like, where's my fucking kiss? Do I not just get one? Like, he oh, yeah, gets he jealous says, again. No, I, I love Duvet. Oh, you know, Duvet getting this little kiss. Um, and then, then they, then the tiger has a scene with mm. Pamela Mitchum. Pamela Mitchum. Pam going, oh, not yet. Oh, go on, sorry. Because first he he meets Sergey, the Russian spy outside. Oh, and Sergey yeah, yeah, is just yeah. like, I need to be killed now. Ill. He gets shot by the window sniper, who again does not kill the tiger. Um, and then uh, he, he says, I know who the head of Spectre is. Hans, Hans Heinz Wunschendorf. Yes, I, Hans Wunschendorf. And the guy goes, who the fuck is Hans Wunschendorf? At this point, I was like, okay, like, the leader, the leader of Spectre is obviously going to be like someone we've already met, right? It's going to turn yeah, out to be like Vermorel or Duvet or Pam, maybe. Like, because the reason so many films do that, it's like, oh, the bad guy is someone we've already met, is because it means you don't have to waste time setting up characterization in Act 3. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's someone we already know. Great, okay. Yeah, he's the author of film, All Your Pain. You know? This film yeah. does not do that. So instead, no. later on, we're just going to meet an entirely new dude who's our main villain for the last five yeah. minutes. And it's like, Han- oh. Hans Wunschendorf. Um, yeah, he's whatever. the author of All Your Pain, but he's been writing it on a shark and sending it. Long distance, <laughs> yeah. The correspondence course in your pain. Schmelz. Yeah. So he goes, like, Sergei gets killed, and he gets, like, he goes to the yacht mad. Hmm. And he enters into the hookup mad, but meanwhile... I'm so mad, I'm gonna go have sex with my boyfriend, so I'm not yeah. mad anymore. Pamela, Pamela hits him with some real like voice training moments. She's like, 
My darling. Mm. My darling. Mm. Which I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that for uh, future use to kind of mm. work towards. <laughs> and then she's like, how would you like it if I was racist to you? She says, you're from an inferior race. Yeah, genuinely. She, she's like, what if I busted out the like Nazi roleplay right now? Which... It's like, bro, okay, first of all, I am a Nazi. However, <laughs> would you like to fuck? Yeah, would you like to fuck Still. Nazi style? Hmm. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to know what fucking fuck Nazi, Nazi style, style is. No, no, I know that shit isn't enjoyable. No. Mm. So he he slaps her, which mm-hmm. is not good, and she you can imme- slap Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, but like he, this is actually before she springs the Nazi thing on him. Like, oh, okay, I, that's bad. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's like, hey, why don't you fuck my pussy? And he slaps her, and he's like, my best friend, I guess, just got killed. Mm. Tell me why. <laughs> Fucked up for. Duvet. Yeah, and and then then she's like laughing evilly. Like she plays this off. I will say this. Like mm. I I appreciate how much she like takes all the power back off of him, even though mm. he like hits her. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of sexually assaults him by mm. being like, "Do you, you want to do Nazi stuff? Because I do." So mm. like she she literally she won't let him leave until mm. he fucks her Nazi style. Yeah. Because like uh, she says, you're from an inferior race. Do you want to yeah. bust in my pussy? Yeah. He slaps her. She's of, like, I thought typical... that was the opposite of what the Nazis view yeah. of like whatever. She's like typical male aggression. Um, and then she <laughs> says, you're only fit to live in kennels. Which no one in our audience would. Mm. Hot. Yeah, I'm just gonna sure. hit like a clicker a bunch of times. I don't really know what the cat equivalent of kennels is, but. You can you can put um, a cat in kennels. I'm pretty certain. Like, yeah, I don't like it. No, cats don't like fucking anything. You know, like mm. just a That is true. Place. They really are fucking. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, they fuck. They fuck yeah, Nazi they, style. They, they fuck Nazi they fuck style. Nazi he fucks style. Nazi style. He then leaves, and then we get the reveal because Pam then calls the American embassy. He's like, "Hey, this is Pam. I'm not a Nazi. I'm with the CIA." Yeah, she was just doing this for fun. Like she just has like a race play thing going on. Just like she didn't need cover. to. She like, didn't need kinda, to do though, this. You know, like yeah. what was the point of any she, of this? She, she could yeah. have just been like, "Hey, I'm in the CIA. Do you want to like fucking my pussy?" But like, um, yeah, she could have told him. Before, the least then. interesting way I could have phrased that. Mm. <laughs> it's like I, I want to make fuck with you, kind of ass. So. Vermeil yeah. hears this and is like, "Aha!" Uh, and then at this point, the tiger is captured by Vermeil's self-driving car. What I yeah. what I really love is that um, the tiger's like. This broad's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna capture you. I'm a Nazi. We're gonna capture you, and you're gonna wait for fucking Hans von Wuchendorf to arrive. Yeah, mm. and he escapes, and he goes, "Well, I gotta get away from this fucking Hans von Wuchendorf." Mm. Sits down in in a car, and immediately all the doors lock, and you hear some voice coming through. He goes, "My name, Mister Tiger, is Hans von Wuchendorf," <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck, fuck, shit!" It's the one thing I didn't want. Yeah. Like a self driving car directly to the final the act of the movie, which yeah. is the zoo. Mm-hmm. The zoo. Very funny to have your climax take place in a zoo. And immediately, uh, first of all, this woman uh, has been captured, and mm-hmm. they have placed her in a kind of leopard print slave layer ensemble. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. She, she, she's she's like chained up. to the wall. Yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah, Han- Hans Heinz von Wunschendorf shows up. He's got a monocle, which I always appreciate. Yeah. He has a monocle. Uh, he does a Hitler salute. That's the extent of his character. I mean, the thing is, he he comes to the the meeting, right? He chairs the yeah. meeting. He's like. Heil me, does the Hitler salute, everyone else claps. And I, I, you've got to think, it's got to be embarrassing, right? If you're the only guy 
doing the Nazi salute, and the response is like polite applause. And everyone's like, "Yay!" Not even, like, not no, even no, that. Just fucking, like, like a to... golf clap. Just like, <laughs> what is this? The Conservative Party conference? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what is this? The Labour Party? Mm, the Conservative <laughs> what Party. Labour Party. Genuinely looks about five seconds off killing himself for this entire scene <laughs> because, like, yeah. it, the gold shit went down, and like Hans Wichendorf's like, "Bro, how are we sending?" The uranium, and he goes. Mm, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, he honestly does. Just oh, be, has to be prompted. Like a mm. guy has to like nudge him to be like, he's talking to you. Like, like genuinely, he's lost in reveries. Like fuck, if anyone's not going to tolerate failure, it's this guy. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh shit. He's thinking about all the objects around her that might be concealing a metal plate. <laughs> he just goes, mm. ah, fuck it. The uranium's in the cage bar. Fuck yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Cool. yeah. Fine. Uh, cool. The tiger is brought in uh, and captured. Great. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but then Sick. he picks his handcuffs using Pam's hairpin. Sure. Um, but at this sure. point, the movie runs out of money. And yes. it's really noticeable. Zero dollar. Yeah, because this is the point where we should have our like big climax, right? But mm-hmm. instead, what happens is we cut to footage of animals in the zoo and then have like soldiers gunfire and guns fire them. over it. Yes. Yeah. You're supposed to take from this that the, the French Navy has infiltrated or has just like they've started their attack the rebels have arrived it's the end of star wars they came wow they heard the thing you know mm-hmm, sure. uh, uh, and but they don't have the budget for that so instead there's just a lot of um shots of animals looking panicked and like gunshot sound you get a bizarre shot mixed into this of duvet getting out of bed completely naked and just his bare ass what's that yeah. about i guess also comedy, who called the cops ah uh, just... i who yes, saved Pam. the day because she phones the the American embassy. How did they know mm. where she was at the zoo? I d- I don't know. The, the movie ends and the tiger doesn't do anything. Well, he which is he, he has a, he has a fight first. He has a yeah. he, he has a what I I've I've written down here is a shirtless Nazi whip fight circus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he runs like so he escapes from the place where he's being held and they run for it and then he winds up in a cage and You're all the bad guys are like watching him and yeah, I'm like the end of Salo. When did you set this up? Yeah. Was that your plan <laughs> to let him escape and run? Because as he's running, they very clearly have opportunities to shoot him and do not. So I'm yeah, like, and then are you the... trying to get him into the cage? Why? I, d- I don't know. There's don't two big shirtless him. Nazi dudes, like the Indiana Jones guy, just whipping him. Mm-hmm. Was the, this is meant to be a kind of like display of racial superiority. Like it's, it's, it's very know. odd. But anyway, he beats yeah. them at great length. Um, and yeah, then the bad guys. All of the Nazis are like sat around watching this, like guys watching the mm-hmm. penguin display at the zoo. It's fucking bizarre. And then the bad guys run, they are captured, Pam kisses Tiger, and then the film ends so hard, there aren't even any credits. No, it just, just end. Yeah. What I do really like, there's a slight slapstick nature. All the villains are trying to run away, mm-hmm. but they're trying to like go through the back ways of the zoo, and they're, they're like crowded up against a bar, it's just being like, Vermeil, Vermeil, you have to unlock it. And there's like mm-hmm. a really long shot of Vermeil having to unlock. There's a tiger there, which you would think would maul somebody, but no. You think that, yeah, yeah they, like they I thought Vermeil very depressedly walks up to the tiger, and my read of that was like, oh, he's gonna like let Suicide the tiger by like, tiger, gonna, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that's thematic. Touch the, the metal guy tiger. Is the tiger, yeah, you know, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Eh, doesn't happen. Movie's over. Yeah, they just get the gorillas all get arrested. Movie ends. <laughs> Movie ends. Movie ends. Tiger failed Finn. completely, and the cops saved him somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's why they didn't make another movie, bro. <laughs> I was immediately told to retire by the French government. Yeah, yeah. What a bizarre time. <laughs> this, yeah, this the movie is, just ends because it just movie. ran out of it, fucking it money. It just ends. I'm so glad we watched it. In... Spent all the money on sharks. 
Well, yeah. we got the shark thing and the guy with the the, the last shark thing. I don't think I've laughed harder in a minute. So that'll <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll do. But we don't have to speculate idly about numbers of sharks killed. We have a so right. science-based system. Sounds mm-hmm. for uh, shark, sharks. Uh, <laughs> culling of sharks, unprovoked <laughs> murder of sharks, and mm. murder of sharks. Uh, it's, it's it's called the scum system. It stands for smarm cultural insensitivity, unprovoked violence, and misogyny. How smarmy is our tiger agent? And I mean, kind of not very, is my thought. Like, it, it's too... It, not hugely, no. Like, the one woman he, like, actively tries to pursue, rather than coming to him, is just like, he's just like, hey, do you want to fuck? Like, mm. he doesn't really have any, duvet. like, lines? He does have lines, but he doesn't have any, like, like, bond lines. Yeah, the line asking if they have a hospital is kind of smarmy, but, like, also racist. In so fact, it, the bit the bit where like he hits on the Guria soldier lady, he like very pointedly does not really have a line, and she just says like, "Oh, can we have sex?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got two hours." Yeah, that's it. It might be like one, two. I don't know. Yeah, one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like nothing. All of the all of the jokes are offset to like duvet, so yeah. he doesn't even say anything funny really. Mm. Yeah, just one, one, yeah, one. Cultural, Cultural insensitivity. Oh, I mean. <sighs> It's it's more interesting that you set the thing in a French colony mm-hmm. that is sort of at the time you're filming it, experiencing like sort of serious racial tensions and violence, mm-hmm. uh, and then your film is sort of about that, but not really, right? Yeah, because politically you're trying to do like yeah to say that anti-colonial struggles are like necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like mastermind it by criminal organizations is is fucking gross. Yeah, yeah. Criminal organizations and Nazis as well, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. bizarre. Damn, these communists are Nazis. Mm. They're crazy. Cool man. What? Also, like yeah. all your all your sort of like You're black literally actors and French and shit. It's like that's not <laughs> cool. You're literally French. <laughs> yeah, You're literally French. It's mm. yeah. I, I I think it must be like a five. I can't go lower than six. Six? Really, for, yeah, right, for yeah. That, like that's that's fucking gross to say that like this decolonial revolution is is fucking like Nazi criminals shit. Yeah, yeah. it's like omission plus because they're mm. in there but they're all in the background. It's, it's mm. no, it's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six, six. Unprovoked violence. I mean, well, if you include violence against sharks, of course, of course we do. <laughs> which um, I I genuinely do. Aren't. I was very upset by that. This is uh, sharks yeah. matter. They do. True. I'm not gonna, not gonna argue. They get, with a, you. they get a bad rap. Mm, don't worry, they'll be here long after we're gone. To to quote Donald Trump. <laughs> that, that's true. I just had a, I, I just had a Trump sharks quote just on deck for this. Trump. There's a lot of Trump shark quotes. To be fair, like he, he's not a fan of sharks, but he does recognise he they'll be sharks. here long after we're gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Un, unprovoked violence. Strange I mean, t- towards humans, <sighs> not a ton. Almost none. Even. Yeah. Yeah, I would even put that down at like one or two again, and I'm struggling to think of what justifies the two. Should we say should we say one and then bracket seven sharks? Can we add two for animal cruelty? Yeah, go animal on. cruelty Three. is fucked. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Three, fine. And then misogyny. misogyny. One thing we didn't mention is that um, at one point the tiger does actually just sexually assault a secretary. He just like slaps her on the ass. Oh, I completely missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does. Yeah, he um, definitely does do that. Mm-hmm. So that's at least a two. That's an on-camera sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, Otherwise, the sex in this is kind of perfunctory. Um, it sort yeah. of happens because they're like, all right, we need to have a scene where the tiger shags now, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Mm. And both times, 
he's <laughs> well both times the women are committing rape by deception on him so yeah all of the women in the film are like are pretending to be a Nazi which you would yeah. not think would be as successful a tactic as it turns out Interesting. to be um, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only movie we've ever seen where the uh, the 007 gets sexually assaulted more than he sexually assaults it's, it's, anyone it's true it's KD ratios for shit um, really mm. odd but like literally every woman in this, even his contact at the start, like women can only be in this movie if they're like sexual objects, which I think mm-hmm. is yeah. And none of the women really like do anything besides like she's in the CIA, but she gets captured. Which also he doesn't save her. No, she's just around. No, he doesn't. <laughs> she it's, just it's, follows him when he's escaping. It's quite high. I, I can say it's it like, is actually pretty big, especially with the fucking leopard print. It's, yeah, yeah, five, five, five. yeah. Um, that okay. gets us a total score of 15, which I think is better than it deserves, but it is a science-based system. Mm-hmm. I mean, you It's know. worse than the last well. one. <laughs> and it's the only one, you know, left in the, the Tiger franchise. You know, they didn't yeah, make any more of these. Surprisingly. And not with a bang, but with a very sudden cut. Not with a bang, yeah. but with a tiger. Mm. But with the silent roar of a shark. <laughs> one of one of the movies that would have most benefited from the Italian thing of just having, like, fine. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah, okay, mediocre. But we had two bits where I laughed really hard talking to my two best friends about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good night, cross to the fucking lasso guy. (laughs) What are you doing, brother? No question. What did you think would happen there? Mm -hmm. Love you. Assisted the forces of good so much that he's actually good by mistake. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) accidental award. It's like the only guy to like win an iron cross fighting Mm. for the allies or something. You know, Mm. (laughs) like. He owned goal so hard that even like the team were like, "All right, yeah, enough, man." Yeah. You know, well, this we have a Patreon well, feed. You can send us five dollars a month, and we will send you a shark with a bonus podcast. That's true. Inside it. And that bonus mm-hmm. podcast next time is going to be week. Tom Walker and Demi Lardner back again for Spy Kids Four. We have all the time in the God, world. Yeah. They did another Spy Kids. We just recorded it this morning, and it was fucking banger. Incredible yeah. work by us. So <laughs> phenomenal job, us yeah, and yeah. our friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, give us your money. Give us your money. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. Next episode in two weeks' time on the free feed is Modesty Blaze. But if that is simply too long for you to wait, then we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash killjamesbond, all one word. And you can sign up there for as little as £5 a month to get access to our entire backlog of bonus episodes, which at this point is probably close to like 70, because it's every two weeks and it's been three years. And two of those episodes that we've done before are Spy Kids 2 with Tom Walker and Spy Kids 3 with Tom Walker and Demi Lardner. And next week... On the bonus feed, we're doing Spy Kids 4 with Tom Walker and Demi Lardner. And I've already recorded it, and it's pretty fucking good. (laughs) It's pretty fucking good. We frequently realise whenever we pull Tom and Demi onto our podcast that they aren't guests on our podcast. We have accidentally become three guests on an episode of BST, and it's always phenomenal. 
But speaking of course of our beautiful patrons, we would be nothing without our £15 and above patrons, and those are Space North Paw, Low Bjorn's Daughter, Candy Fox, Freya Aloysius, Gustavo Lira, Little Maybe, Jack Holmes, Mike Berg, Hannah Oberhart, Nick Boris, Power Dad, Jason Harker, Nato Mori, George Rohat, Kentucky Fried Commie, Drone Lover, Yarrick, Melody Moro Gonzalez, The Noun, The Verbs You Instantly, Labor, Delenda, Est, Callan, Bernie, Jay Martindale, Trip, Library Hitman, Jonathan Gert, Max Game and Heart. I know it's not Game and Heart, brother. It's just literally so rote at this point to say Game and Heart. I'm never going to get it right. Lol. Mothman, Beef Crime, Jack Drummond, Kit Divine, Top O's, Stas thinks he's a Medici. Steve Widdishins, Maeve Victoria Roth, Akira, Anne Hedonia, Rosie Can't Fail, Them Fatal, Claire, Artemist, Forrest L. Norvell, Trucker Blondie, The Project Project, Lenina, Beth, Lucy, Stab, Emerus, NB, Whitney Wolverine, Commissar, Ozymandias, Ash, Just the Worst, Hell, A Trans Robot, Figo Mortensen's Visible Penis, Joy Who Woo, Zan Hutchin, Violet Cyber, Isopod Gal, Lady Ariane, uh, Annie Ruby, Katie Probst, Varatsu Kart, Clarification, Ronan, Noblesse Oblai, Connor's Cool Big Sister, John 2089, Sengchen, Sergeant Jack Rum, Alex, Liz and Ash in Florida, Corvid Cultist, Wolfscott, Grendel Growls, Win Valeri, Wolfie is Normal, Al Irwing, Just Philippa, Finn Ross, Robert Greensmith, Abigail, Lost Pycock, Mega Combi, Emily, Queen of Sloths, Thirsty Shit and Die Alone, Josh Simmons, Cheer Up Love Might Never Happen, Zoe Shepard, Vey, Talkative Tiger, and Thank you so much for supporting our show. We also have merchandise if you'd like to pick up something to signal your allegiance. Uh, we don't need the money, but I've made these things because I think that they're cool to own. <laughs> and you do have to pay to own them, though. Like, it costs me money to make them. Um, there are a set of pins, and I believe there are also still tickets to our live shows on March 8th through 11th of... The Charlie's Angels movies. Kill James Bond is Alice, Abigail, and Devon. Our producer is the wonderful Nate Bethay. Our podcast art is by Matty Lubchansky. Our website is by Tom Allen. See ya.